I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice the microphones. Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead. Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for $3 million. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I million came to realize anymore. these guys are funny. And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, is a some fidget of the best spare. gamblers I've come to know. If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. And I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU. Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey... Run that track. <laughs> I guess I really am a clown. I don't really do these. Um, so I'm hosting Box Lunch today. I was told by Reed I was going to be given this opportunity. What a day. What an honor. Uh, I've, I'm joining the likes of, of Trace, of Paul, of Reed, of Casey, I'm sure. Casey, have you hosted this yet? I've never had the pleasure. Wow. Would you like to switch right now? I'll switch it right now. No. All right. Go ahead. You know what? Uh, the, Jacob, the have you hosted? Jacob, have you hosted? I have not. Okay. All right. This is a, a, a special moment. This is, you know what this is? This was you winning Chatterbox Idol. This is what you were originally going to do right here. Yeah. This is. This is what I was going to do. I, I think, Let like, it be known that you won Chatterbox Idol. So breaking I, news. I, breaking news. I applied for Chatterbox Idol, and it was going to be like an American Idol type uh, ripoff. But what was going to happen is I was going to compete against other people. Other contestants, and we were going to give like a 30-minute show, I think was the, the initial idea. It was Box idea. Lunch. You were just going to host Box Lunch. I was going to host Box yeah. Lunch. It was going to be like a 30-minute show, and I was going to do my best. I had a whole bit planned. I had a thing where I was going to list like a top 10 things at the ballpark, and I was going to just rank them down. It was going to be very sarcastic in true uh, Elliot fashion, but I was going to just make a mockery of, of, of the Great American Ballpark. And that was at a time when the Reds were supposed to be horrible. I would never do that such a thing right now. But anyway... Today, box lunch, great day, great day to be alive, gentlemen. Last night, I went and saw a movie, Mission Impossible 8, I believe. I, what, what, was the, what was the, it's part one, Dead, Dead Reckoning. Reckoning? part one. It was a very good movie. It was a very good movie, and, and we'll get back into sports soon, Ronnie, if Ronnie's still there. I'm not looking, I don't have the chat open. Um, but I think the movie theater experience, I don't know if you guys have, I know Jacob's a big movie guy. Paul, you look like a guy who doesn't watch a movie. Uh, Casey, you're a big movie guy. What the hell was that? <laughs> and uh, I, I think the movie theater experience for me, like it's so much better when it's like an action movie, but the crowd has to be behaved. I'm an old man when I get into a movie theater. Like if people are on their phones 
if they're like texting and the brightness is all the way up, if they have sounds playing. I had a guy yesterday, I had a guy yesterday that was just breathing loud. It's just like, I can't, I can't sit in a movie theater with that. I'm just become so old where it's like, I hate going to the movies now. I love it, but I hate it. I hate it so much. I couldn't agree more. I thank you. I, and people will get mad at me. People are like, if I go to a movie, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to go there and make fart sounds. Like, what are we doing? I We're going to a movie. You sit in yeah. silence. You watch the movie. You leave the theater. I had a great Mission Impossible experience. Quiet theater. Not yeah. many people. Probably 10 people in the theater total. It was spread out nicely. Yeah. But the, the movie I saw before that, Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Now, phenomenal film. Yes. There were delinquent children running around the whole theater causing a ruckus. I, mid-movie. Okay. And I'm going to come on. Jacob, I, could, I can't agree with you more. I've, I've, I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm a superhero nerd. I am. I know. Casey, you're a superhero guy, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Paul, again? No. Probably not. Absolutely not. Yeah, Paul, no. yeah. No, that's one I won't even fight. No, yeah, yeah. No. He just doesn't like superheroes. He doesn't like fun. No. But anyway, when you go to a superhero things. movie, you're going to see a ton of children, and that's the way it is. Unfortunately for the moviegoers, children are the loudest and most disruptive of them all. I, I went. Yeah. I go to so I only go to eleven o'clock or ten thirty showings now because I know kids are going to be there if you go earlier and they're just going to start yelling and screaming and pooping everywhere. But what I found out at Western Hills Cinemark, shout out Western Hills Cinemark, no free ads. When I go to a ten thirty showing of a PG thirteen or rated R superhero movie, people are still dragging their kids in. <laughs> I've seen a newborn baby in a theater. A newborn baby. For Deadpool. Deadpool is a rated R movie, and there was a newborn baby crying throughout the whole thing. I have no problem with newborn babies watching movies if they would sit there quietly <laughs> yes, Jacob. and enjoy the film. Yes, Jacob. I don't know why people uh, people get mad at that. People are like, I'm going to bring my kid to the movie, and if, if they cry, it's your fault. Now, listen, guy, I get it. If you go to a restaurant and you bring a, if you bring a baby, that's perfectly acceptable. But if you're going to go to a movie theater, right, a little etiquette would be good. Yeah, if you want to stand and scream, go to a sporting event. That's right. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I got yelled at at a sporting event. Me, Zach, my buddy Zach, and our other buddy Alex, we were at a Reds game. And we were just having a conversation. We, we, we talked weird stuff. We talked nerd baseball stuff, favorite memories, uh, favorite walk-offs. And we were having just a conversation. The lady in front of us, I'm not kidding, the lady in front of us turned around and said, can you guys please be quiet? You're giving me a headache. No. And at that point, I, Jacob, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm the biggest grudge guy of all time. If you get on my list, you do not come off that list. And I will treat you with disrespect that you've treated me. I will, I will, I will match it. And this lady, so it, that was around the fourth inning, I think. I stood up with Zach and, and my buddy Alex. We stood up and started cheering as loud as we could. And to a point where there was a confrontation, her son showed up. Oh, her good. son looked at me and said, are you serious right now? And we're like, yeah, we are serious, dude. You told us to be quiet while we were having a conversation. That was one of my favorite Reds games. But anyway, I just want to start the show off with my movie experience. It was a good movie. Uh, Paul, when was the last movie you saw in theaters? Top Gun last year. Okay, that's my point. And he made fun. He, he got mad at me for saying he's not a movie guy. He doesn't see movies. Well, that's, I, that was over, over a year. Over, over a year. year. That's what's crazy? Been, what's been? What's worth it to see in the last? I've year? probably seen close to ten movies. Definitely double digit movies since Top Gun. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Air. Air Very was a great. Yeah. Air, Air was a great sport. Yeah, movie. buddy, it's on Netflix now. You guys somehow don't like Avatar, but the second Avatar Avatar is terrible. Me and my friends think that that's the worst take you guys have ever had in the world. It's not even good CGI. It's one of the best movies in recent memory. I love Avatar. What, the Avatar, the second one or the first one? The first one. The second one's not quite as good, but the second one's still very good. The second one's Uh, not good at all. Hating on Avatar is crazy. 
I respect Avatar. I just, like, if you look back at that first movie, I don't remember a character's name. Yeah. I don't remember the plot. I just remember the people were blue. But for the three hours you're watching it, you're having a good time. That's, okay, and that's, that's a 100% good take. If you're, if you're going to a movie theater and you're watching Avatar, it's a good experience. 100%. I saw it in theaters. It was, Did you? Yeah, yeah it, was, okay. it, was a, it was fine in theaters. The original know. Avatar was great uh, during its time. But it's not really a, a great story. It's just a normal action movie. But it was so innovative at, time, at its time. It was, it was yeah. just awesome to watch. It was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I just I, the movie theater experience is important to me. I think Tom Cruise has taken up that mantle where he's like, go to the theater, support, the, yeah, the, support the, the movies, public service announcements before the. Yeah, I love it. I love that stuff, and I, I wish people, more people would go. But at the same time, unfortunately, I wish less people would go so I can have a quiet movie theater. Yeah, Paul just said the take that's ruining movies. It's coming out on Netflix in a month. Yeah. And movies aren't made to be watched on Netflix. Correct. Paul. That's a bad attitude. It's a bad attitude. That's a bad attitude. It, like, like if, if it's a cartoon, I can almost understand it. Maybe not excluding Across the Spider-Verse, those movies, because those are actually good, really good uh, Yeah, agreed. They're cartoons. really good theaters. But I, I, I think, I don't know. I, I just think the movie theater experience has, has gone down, especially by me, with the uh, clientele that bring their children. You walk in there, you give them a $50 bill, you get a small popcorn and a small icy, you go sit down <laughs> for three hours. Yeah, dude. It's wonderful. Yeah, the prices are insane. Um, all right, we'll go, to the, we'll go to some sports, Ronnie. This, Ronnie, this is for you, pal. Red's first half... In my lifetime, I've said it before, I would argue that this first half of this red season has been the best first half of a red season in my entire life. It really has. With the expectations that were set, and that bar was all the way on the ground, all the way, I think with what has happened throughout the course of these several, the first several months of this season, I don't, think, I don't know if we'll ever experience it again. Yeah, three months ago we were saying 100 losses. 90 losses at least, and now we're talking about 90 wins. So I was going to go through, Jacob, and, and Jacob, this is going to primarily be for me and you here, uh, but everybody else obviously is welcome. I was going to try to rank some of the best moments from this season. Okay. So I, I have my list right here. I have my list right here. I would love the heads up on this one, Elliot. Well, yeah, that would have been good. That would have <laughs> been good. But you can think right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give one right now. Um, when Ellie De La Cruz was brought up, that debut game, it was the Dodgers, right? Yes. Were you there? I was not. I was not there. It was my sister's birthday. Otherwise, I would have been there. It was a. It was one of the most magical games. Unironically, like when I use magical, I, I'm kind of being silly, but also not really. They were down five runs at one point in that game. Right. They came all the way back to win nine eight to walk off the Dodgers. I, I, I think that game truly might have been one of the, the the start of something completely new here. I think the energy, the culture. The spirit of this city, the spirit of the of, of that clubhouse down there, I, I think everything has changed since Ellie brought up. And that moment when he rips a 117-mile-per-hour double and his was that his first at bat or second at bat, I, I think you, you can't you can't like look back at this season without mentioning that. And, and this is the, that's the start of something phenomenal. It's the start of something new here in Cincinnati. Yeah, that favorite, would be that would be my number one. My number one is the next game. Yeah, Will, Will Benson. Will Benson. The Will, Will Benson's walk-off home run is my number one. And when you when you accompany that with the fact that Ellie hit that moonshot yeah. for his first home run earlier in the game, and you had won on a walk-off the night before, yeah, it, vibes were at an all-time high. Excluding the Braves series, I think that Saturday game was the the peak vibes in the city. The, 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 the Saturday was good. I I think or the Friday right against the Braves. Yes, sorry, Friday. it was the Friday. I I think. Because that was um, – who walked off that one? 
That one, uh, oh, that wasn't a walk-off, was it? No, we, I believe we just won. Okay, yeah, that, that's right. Joey Votto had no home run in that one. But that was a Dreamweaver game. That, that was, was a, dream, a Dreamweaver that game. That was a Dreamweaver game. That was the game the Reds turned the double play at the very end to end the yep. game. Yes. Won 12 to 11. Yes. Or 11 to 10, one of the two. All right, so Benson, Benson is Jacobs. Casey, do you have a favorite moment this season? Ooh, um, I don't know if I have a favorite. Oh, I do. Joey Votto's first home run. Brilliant. That, that's was, that was a great. It was on my list. That was a great moment just because he's back, right? And the team was better. I have a question after we're done with this Reds first half. Yes. So sorry. come back. Come back okay. to me. All right. So I agree. Votto was on my list. Having him do that in his first at-bat when everybody, pretty much every beat reporter, every writer, every everybody was saying how he's not going to be a clubhouse guy, how it's not gonna, he's not going to jive with the team, how they should cut him, blah, blah, blah. Having him do that in his first game back was phenomenal. That was a moment. And on my list was this was uh, Spencer Steer's walk off against the Padres. Absolutely, a blown lead. I thought it was dead. Spencer Steer, deep left. Paul. Uh, let's see. So I was I was at Ellie's debut. Yep. I was yep. at Joey's first home run, and I was at that Braves game. I I think the Ellie cycle was the best. The Ellie cycle was a very because, good one. Because and it, it was great for me because I didn't. I was in standing room and I was in like five different spots through the game because the standing room was so crowded. So I kept trying to find a place where I could just watch the game because it was so crazy. So being able to be in, I, I think I made it to every corner of the stadium in that game. And uh, it, it just, it was a great feeling seeing the fans all over the place, just be what they were. It was great. Yeah. I, I and one of the questions I was going to have, Tom kind of did it towards the end there, but I was going to talk about the Brewers and what your predictions were. I think one of the moments could be one of the moments of this season could be winning this series. I really, oh, absolutely. I think one of the better moments of this season might be when you look back at it is is what happens in this Brewer series. I think a moment that doesn't get talked about enough is the sweep in Chicago. Yeah, so, sweeping. The, yeah, it was before all these guys really came up and got going. Like it, it was before this whole thing really got a mind of its own, and everyone was all aboard on the Reds. Hunter Green going six scoreless innings, six hitless innings in Chicago. Is one of my favorite moments of the year. Yep, that was phenomenal. I, I just looking back, some of these crazy bullpen games where you think you're going to lose. Ian Jabot blowing leads and then the Reds still winning. And that, him winning. And him winning. <laughs> uh, the the Astros series, Jacob. I think yep. the Astros series, looking back, was phenomenal. Uh, Boston, we beat Boston. You never beat Boston. This, the Cincinnati Reds never beat Boston, especially in Boston. I just think this the team. Karcher the Karcher game. The Ricky Karcher game. I didn't even put that down. The Ricky Karcher game. Who could forget that one? I. I, I by the way, did, is he still a Cincinnati Red? He I is. Think. He cleared waivers. Okay. Good. 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 If you had, to, if you had to say right now, you look back at this first season, you're, you're the first half of this season. Would you say this is the best first half of a season in your lifetime? All of you. Yes. Yes. I would because uh, accompanying that with the expectations. Yes. Like. We, I'm sure we've had statistically better first halves of the season. I, the team in 2012 was the best team in the National League. But they were expected to some degree to do that. Being expected to win 65 games and sitting at 50 at the All-Star break yeah. is, is a pretty freeing feeling. Like the, the pressure is not on the Reds. As much as people in this city is putting pressure on the Reds, this has been a great season. Granted, hope it doesn't. But even if the wheels do fall off, this has been valuable experience for young guys before our window truly opens. Yep. I, tough for me to answer. Oh, you're not a Reds fan. Tough, tough for me to answer. <laughs> tough, tough for me to answer there. Uh, 
let me ask you this. Better let me ask, than I can remember. Let, let me change it. Let me change it. Let me change the question then. Is this the best first half of a season for a sports team that you follow or are near around? Any team. Don't even go baseball. Don't go anything. Is this oh. the best first half to a season that you can remember? Most memorable. I don't – most memorable because I, I don't know if it's the best. Because I but. think looking back, I don't think you'll ever experience this again. I, when you look back at this season, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm hoping and praying that the Reds make the postseason, I don't think I will ever experience anything like this. Because we've talked about the expectation part of it, right? So once you're good, the expectations grow. And once the ex expectations are high, you're looking at it with the Bengals right now. If the Bengals don't win 10 games this season, it's a massive disappointment. Absolutely. Massive disappointment. The Reds were predicted 64 and a half wins. They are going to crush that number. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They're fighting for the division win. I just don't think I don't think you'll ever experience this with with all that's happened with Ellie De La Cruz, with Matt McClain, all the young guys. Andrew Abbott. Andrew Abbott was a no name, not a no name, but he wasn't supposed to be here, right? I, I think you look back and, and and you look back at your time as a Reds fan when 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 you're old, right? I think this season will be among the top of those top of those seasons outside of a World Series. Knock on wood. And hopefully. We're watching the group that gets us that World Series. The Correct. group that's competing here for the next decade. I Correct. think that's part of what feels different, too, is this isn't the end. This isn't it winding down like 2012 felt like. Yeah. This isn't our last go at it. This is just the start. Correct. Which is, you know, we talk about hope, and hope's the greatest thing. Yeah. K yeah. Hope right. is the greatest thing. Great quote. Casey. Yeah. So I, I was just going to say that it is. Even, even you can't – the Bengals – are automatically, in my opinion, at a disadvantage here because everyone believed in Joe Burrow. They they they, they already knew, right? Like there was enough there as rookie season. Good point. There was an expectation that they were going to grow better. I think baseball already has a bigger advantage there too because the Reds don't have the same opportunities as the other teams in MLB, right? Yeah. Like they don't they don't have the luxury of the salary cap like the Bengals do. They don't have the uh, they also have the, the luxury of having multiple games and multiple moments that make you feel like, damn, this is a really good team, and it's just, you know, really coming fast at you. Um, yeah, anyways. I see you working over there. I, I see you working. <laughs> I'd have to agree that this is one of the most memorable sports, I guess, turnarounds that I've ever witnessed yep. and ever followed. Um, one of the more exciting ones that I've ever been a fan of. And as, and, and, and here's the craziest part as out of awesome, as awesome, as magical, whatever you want to call it, as this season has been, there are still people who are like avidly going out of their way to be negative for no reason at all. And that brings me to my next point. Analytics. I oh. saw this tweet. I said, oh. I sent it to the chatterbox Twitter account. Yeah, Casey, got it. if that's got okay. It. I saw this tweet. This tweet made me upset. As an analytics I, guy, this tweet made me upset. I had to check this tweet twice to make sure it wasn't a parody so tweet. So I can't see it from there. I'm going to read it from my phone. No, I have I, it on my phone real I'm, quick. I'm editing it live. Okay, so Casey's going to get it to a point where you can read it. Here we go. Um, here we go. Ellie De La Cruz is an exciting baseball player, but he has a very big problem. Great use of the ellipses there. His attack angle is second lowest in MLB. Only Eric Hosmer is lower. This is costing him a whopping 81 points of XWOBA con. Say that one again for the people in the back, Jacob. XWOBA con. Huh? 
<laughs> what the hell are you talking about, guy? Expected waiting on oh, base Oh, wait, percentage. you didn't even finish the tweet. I know I didn't. I just got stopped at those nine letters he put together there. Some of them uppercase, some of them lowercase. What about this one? So unfortunate because with without his above with his above average VBA. We all know that one. Huh? VBA. He could easily have top top quartile contact quality. Listen, I like alliteration as much as the next guy. <laughs> Whoever, com whoever compiled that tweet, whoever, whoever made that tweet, they should be in prison. They should be in prison. Metaphorically. I'll say metaphorically so nobody comes at us. What are you doing? What are we doing? Ellie just said one of the best first halves of all time. He's top two in rookie of the year. Could still win it without playing half the season. Now, let me take the villain angle for one second here. Okay. Just really quick. If he is the second worst attack angle and he's hitting three, what, 15, 320? Yeah. What if he just gets to like league average? Which, whatever that means, whatever, whatever XWOBA con means. What is attack angle? What is it? Attack angle? That sounds like a superhero stat. What is Batman going to use to attack the Joker with? His attack angle. Huh? All this is for me proves how much better Ellie can get. Yeah, no, and I agree. Just it, use it. Just use it as a holy cow. This is not even the start. Like I went to, I, so when I was in Milwaukee, they don't use batting average, and I know that would have pissed a lot of the old heads off here in Cincinnati. They don't use batting average on the scoreboard. They use uh, OPS. They, I think they use OPS plus for the for the stat next to the to the stat next to their name. Hmm. And even that alone is like hard for people to understand. And even even myself, I'm more of a traditional average OBP guy. I, I think it's crazy that somebody would make up. I'm going to read this again. XWOBACon. I don't understand it. His VO what? VBA. VBA? VBA? I don't get it. I don't understand what it means. If you're going out of your way to be negative because our attack angles aren't great, get a life, man. Just get a life. I, I, I legitimately, you, so you sent that tweet to us, and then I, I read that tweet multiple times. I clicked on it. I was reading the replies. I clicked, I clicked on the, uh, the profile, Yeah. trying to see if this was, I was hoping, I was praying it was a parody. And then, and then, no I think, yeah, and I think the best part were the quote tweets. Did you read the quote tweets at all? No, I think all oh, the quote tweets were just. I, I think some one of you guys sent one. Oh, I laugh. sent I sent one that was okay. Was it you? That was very good. I won't put it on the screen, but it was very good. I just think like if if this is what you're gonna do, if you're gonna go out of your way to be like, I'm gonna judge Ellie De La Cruz because his XWOBA con isn't the top percentile in the league. His quartile contact quality. <laughs> we got to have better things to do. It actually seems like we got to have interesting stats. We got to have better things to do on a Thursday night, Jacob. We got to have something to do. <laughs> no, they don't. I don't know, man, because that's like crazy. watching a movie. That's crazy. But all right, enough with the negative. Let's go to some more positive. Philip Rivers. Positive I'll pregnancy test. <laughs> yeah, can we pull Jacob's tweet up? Is that a possibility? You don't have to. You don't actually have to do that. Um, Philip Rivers is expecting his 10th child. He is. I'd argue that this is one of the most historic feats of all time. Ten, ten children, and it's just like they never stop. Yeah, he has a sub for his football team now. <laughs> I, 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 well, I this is ten. He's got an offense. With him and his wife, it's twelve. Oh, they, they play both ways. Yeah, they play both ways. His wife. Give him a breather. It's just crazy, man. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, maybe they just love it. I, I would think ten kids. Imagine ten kids in a movie theater. Imagine yeah. having all, all I, ten of your kids in a movie theater. I'll pass, Could so. you imagine that? 
five on one side, five on the other. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. I mean, that's just straight brutal. But listen, I don't judge, you know, I, n- nothing wrong with no, bringing congratulations some more Congratulations, Philip. Congratulations. You know, they probably even wouldn't be able to fill a whole row in one. Like, they, they, they're never going to be able to fill, like, everyone getting one row. Like, they have to probably spread out and take, like, yeah. the one seat there in between a group and be like, Oh, they're just the Rivers family. <laughs> and uh, they, they definitely do. Uh, this uh, RM has a good point. Um, his wife must be exhausted. That woman's a saint. That woman, when she gets to heaven, saint. Automatic saint. Ten children. That's, I mean, that's, I don't even, I, 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 I cry when I stub my toe. I cry. My eyes water when I stub my toe. I can't imagine ten childbirths. I can't imagine it. But anyway, is there, a, is there an athlete who's synonymous with something else? Other than their sport, more than Philip Rivers is with having kids. Yes, I was trying to think of this. OJ Simpson. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, Matt Brocko. <laughs> right. well, we didn't have to go there. You None of us question. said that. None of us said that. I asked the question. Maybe uh, let's think of another one. Mike Leak stealing shirts. That's what you think of when you think of Mike Leak. Bad path, Elliot. Well, I'm just How saying. How about I, not a criminal? Not a what? How about not a criminal? Not criminal. Uh, not criminally. Let me think. This is a difficult one now. I should have probably come prepared with more than just this. I'm sure by the end of the show, we can think of some athlete that is more famous for something they do outside of their sport than what about What about looks like Jimmy Garoppolo? What was that, Casey? Jimmy Garoppolo's looks. Jimmy Garoppolo's looks, being handsome. That's a good one. Or his dating history, if you know about that. Jacob liked that one. Um, Yeah, but I think it's just interesting. Oh, 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 I got one. What's, What's up? Kyrie Irving? Yeah, oh. Kyrie Irving, Flat Earth. Yeah. There's, I think there's – I, I mean, anything. Uh, yeah, I know. But yeah. I'll mention the Flat Earth one because I can say it on air. Um, so that's a good one. RM says Tim Tebow. John yeah. Morant oh, is a great Tim one. Tebow's Tim a good Tebow. Tim Tebow. Well, again, Tim Tebow. Yeah. Tim Tebow. Well, I was, you said John Morant. I was, I was going for non-criminal. My friend Tony Although, Pike. Was that, that's not was what, criminal. John, yeah, John Morant wasn't, criminal. wasn't criminal. It was just against league policy, right? Correct. Yeah. Or was it – No, but you still – like when you think of John Morant, I th- now think of guns. Yeah. I think of guns. Not ideal. So, uh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert and microphones. Rudy Gobert. That's a great one. Tebow and Jesus. Tebow and God. That's a good one. Tebow, Tebow might be the best answer. There. Yeah. yeah. Tebow, Tebow's, 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 probably, probably. Tebow's probably the right answer there. Can't read oh, that one, Mouse. Colin I see Kaepernick. you working. I see you working, Mouse. Uh, Tyler Dolly <laughs> says, Bronson Arroyo, <laughs> world famous singer-songwriter. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Ray Allen. Jacob, Jacob's in the lab. Ray Allen, if you're a fan of Ray Allen's work Deleted on Twitter, tweets. then you would know that <laughs> reference. But yeah, I, I just think that's fun. I just think that's fun. And now we're going to somehow segue back into the Brew Crew series. I want to see how we do this. All Go. Right. So, you know what else is synonymous with something else? The Reds. The Reds <laughs> beating. I lost it. I didn't have anything there. I had no way to transition. That. Wade Miley, but, Brewers pitcher, most famous for a no-hitter on the Reds. Elliot, let's talk Brewers Reds. That, Jacob, do you want to come up here? You want to bring that chair up? <laughs> bring up the chair. Seriously, come on. No? Okay. Uh, so the Reds take on the Brewers, three-game series. Paul says it's not a big series. I'd argue it's a massive series. I think it's one of the most important just I would, because – I would say don't – just just don't freak out if they don't – You know, maybe, to, maybe they don't need to get swept. How about I put it that way? Got to win one game. Got to win one game. Getting swept would not help. Getting, no. getting swept, I think, hurts this team significantly. significantly. Not, and not for the obvious reasons that you lose, just for, like, the morale in the clubhouse. Just taking losing five of six to Milwaukee when, the, when knowing that, like, winning those, winning four of six 
would have significantly helped your chances of yeah. winning this division. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's brutal. Yep. So, so does that mean sweep, bad, one and two, neutral, two and one, we're feeling real good? If we win is this that, series, that is, if we win this series, nail in the coffin, we're winning. We're winning the Central. Yeah. I would actually agree with Jacob. I think yeah. coming out hot right now, right now, when really still not a lot of people expect – we just have four Reds fans in here. Three, of, three out of four don't expect them to win this series. If they take this series against Milwaukee, I do think the Reds now have, have the momentum, get the, get the hot streak back. Obviously, they're not going to win 11 in a row again. Maybe. They still might. They're that good. I just think it just, it just helps significantly with the, with the clubhouse stuff. So, like I'm, I said when Tom asked, I think we're going to win the San Francisco series and the Diamondback series. So if we can put the Brewers a handful of games back yeah. at the deadline and actually have them make a decision about buying or selling where they can't go all in, yep, uh, that's crucial for this team. Yep. I, and Charlie said it on the show today, the, the Reds are looking to buy. So if, if, if everything works out for the Reds, they win this, they win this series, they, they continue this month, they end it on a hot note, we get to the deadline, and all of a sudden you near, you near the return of, of Lodolo and Green – you're maybe buying a starter. You're maybe buying another reliever. I think I think this team has a very significant chance to make a run in this postseason. I think there's not a lot of teams I'm afraid of. Tom said it earlier. The Braves and Dodgers, I am I am afraid of in the National League, obviously. However, I think the rest I think the rest of the NL. I, I think we can beat them. I, I I mean the Marlins are sending down guys because of innings limits. You have you have the Mets are in a are in a collapse. The Padres collapse. The Diamondbacks are just as young as us. Anything can happen in that series. I don't buy the Giants hype at all. I don't buy the Giants hype. The pitching's been phenomenal. Somehow the Giants just get elite starting pitching out of 35-year-olds every year. I don't know how that happens, but they do it. Anthony Disclafani, former Reds over there. Um, former Giant Kirk Casale over here. I don't know. I think this is a big start to the second half. It's a massive – like if you come out and you start this, this second half to Kansas City or, I don't know, Detroit, it, it doesn't get the juices flowing. It certainly helps. But this is going to get the boys ready. All right. In the vault, let's look at some gambling. Let's look at some gambling. Red's money line. You know me. Hold on. Hold Red's on. Even though I said they were going to lose, I'm, I'm going to still. <laughs> on. Oh, in the vault. In the oh, vault. Wait, well, in the vault. Presented by the Great. Can you hear me? You can talk over. I, I know. I like the sound, though. In the vault. Presented by the greatest sports book known to man. Bedford Sportsbook. Go bet with Bedford right now. Right now, the Reds are going to try to win tonight. Maybe, maybe put a little flyer on the Reds. Who knows? Um, all right, fellas, what do you got? Jacob. I am collecting all the money I can find for my good vibes lock of the year Reds money line on Monday night. All right. I'm going to be putting every dollar I can find on the Reds Monday night on Chatterbox night. Okay. I, that's fair. Tonight, though, tonight, I think I am going to be taking the uh, – let me see. Let me, let me change. I'm going to take the under in the Reds game. Reds, Brewers, I'm going to take under 10. I think Burnsy is going to go, I don't know, seven innings, two runs again. Uh, no, please no. I hope not. I hope not, but that's what I think is going to happen. I think under 10 is a good bet there. Uh, minus 115 on Bedford Sportsbook. Casey. I mean, I'm just taking the money line tonight. That's fair. Minus 105, minus 105. Well, Reds in the under. Reds in the under. Reds in the under. All right. Go to Bedford right now. Go bet with it. I'm going to have a Zebra Zillionaires later today. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Uh, Wheel of Lunch. 
All right. Let me pull Just a heads more. up. Might not go to lunch today. No, I don't think. Yeah, we, we, not, we all, all we're all busy this afternoon. I'm not on lunch today. Okay, but can, can we just spin something for fun? Yeah. Let's just get three things. Just keep to the spin. names on there. Yeah. Put our names. We'll <laughs> say. Okay, this is good. Put all four of our names on. Casey. Loser gets wet and it has oh. to be Elliot. And loser gets wet, but it has to be Elliot. Or we could keep those names on. <laughs> Charles. Shout out my Daya. I think that's a girl. I don't know. I don't want to assume. You know what they say about assuming. Now, what do they say? What? Yeah, finish that quote. Please. Eh, makes you silly. Okay. Paul? All right. You could also say it makes an ass out of you and me, but I wasn't going to say it. You made me say Whoa, it. Whoa, did you say that? Yeah, I know. I still don't understand what you guys, like, are we allowed to curse on this show? You just I, did, so. Yeah, but no, you, just, you just, you just, just did. No, no, wait a no you just did, so, like, Asses there's no it. respect. Yeah, 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 yeah There's yeah. no respect for the integrity no, of the no, program. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Be Nick, professional. Nick you get one day says, at the desk, all the power goes to your yeah, head. Yeah, Nick Mormon says moist, night, nights. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think, I think, I think if you say ass, that could be referring to a donkey. You know, Shrek? Donkey. You weren't. Yeah, but I could. I could have been. You don't know my inner thoughts. All right, here we go. Here we go. So what are we spending for? All right, so this is the most powerful member of this room. Most powerful member. We eliminate the fr Paul, obviously. That, that makes I mean, sense. See ya. Yeah. That makes sense. That's actually, that actually makes a lot of that sense there. Sense. See ya, Paul. See ya, buddy. All right, here we go. What, are you, what did I do to you? I love you, Paul. No, you I love don't. You. Yeah, I do. Don't, don't get to me. Don't get to me. Don't get to me. <laughs> and it was always down. It was always between me. Let's go! Oh, what's going on? No, no. the wheel is no. It was always that's what you get for talking no, too no, soon. No, 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 buddy. This is we respect the results of the wheel. Ronnie and says he's leaving. Bye, Ronnie. And the one guy who has the ability to rig the wheel wins the wheel. No, no, you won. Oh, let's go. You won. Let's go. All right, guys. That's big time. Nick Mormon says what happened. Thank you. Um, thank you for listening to Box Lunch. Hopefully I was entertaining enough for you guys. Hopefully maybe I can come back another time later. But that's it. Box Lunch, Bedford Sportsbook, Pawnee Water, Encore Technologies, Paul Stinks. Whoa. Casey, Casey, oh, what? Going into the weekend? Are you going to do that to me? Paul, Paul Stinks, Casey Kills Animals, and Jacob's my guy. There we go. That's horrific. What a way to go into the weekend. Good box what lunch great, for Jacob. He just loves me. Great box, lunch, Good for box lunch for Jacob. Jacob and I are going to host a box lunch one of these days before his time is up. So that's it. Yep. Have a great weekend, guys.